Let's welcome in from the Waco Tribune Herald, Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How- Bryce, by the way, did you know Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday? We're going to have a big football game? <laughs> yeah, I think I'd heard something about that. <laughs> we just thought we'd pass it along. All right, uh, for you... Is it is it the commercials or is it halftime? What what do you what's what's more important to you? Minus the game and and all that fun stuff, but the commercials or the halftime show? Uh, definitely the commercials. Uh, I've never really cared about the halftime show. Halftime seems like a good time to uh, reload your uh, your your plate, maybe. And, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, I, I, there's been a lot of the, the halftime shows I haven't even watched. Um, uh, so, yeah, I I, I I like the commercials probably. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, hey, I, I don't think we've had a chance to talk since since realignment. What was just your overall impressions of uh, of UIL realignment last week? I thought, you know, pretty good news all around for, uh, for Central Texas. I mean, I don't think there were – necessarily a lot of you know quote-unquote losers in realignment uh we always actually used to do a thing where we would uh we'd kind of pick three winners and three three losers basically of, of realignment but i think uh you know a lot of the local schools around here benefited i mean you know i think midway waco high university are all in uh districts that you know favor them a little bit more in terms of just um, schools that are a little bit more like them and uh, that you should be able to compete with. And then, you know, I think some schools like uh, Chilton and Bremont, they got out of March district. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a bonus right there. You know, I mean, so I, I, like I said, I think all across the board, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good news from, from the realignment day. How tough is that La Vega China spring district going to be now? Yeah, really tough. Uh, you know, a couple state champions there. I mean, well, I, I, if you look at that district, I think the, several teams have won state championships. You know, the last few years. So, yeah, that that'll be a tough, tough league. Uh, but there's always some districts like that where you know you have the quote unquote district of doom or whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, another one that comes to mind is, I mean, you got two uh, defending 3A state champions in the same district in, in that Lorena Franklin district. Yeah, District 11 out of uh, Region 3 and 3A. <laughs> You're exactly right. That was, I, I looked at that and went, wow, you, you, if, you know, if you survive that thing, uh, you're, you're probably guaranteed a deep run. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. You're gonna you're gonna have a a battle tested squad when you come out of there because, uh, and really, you know, the fifth place team might be pretty good and and sitting at home. Yep. And you know, you mentioned the district of doom, and and, and I'll say this after following Midway and following Waco High the last couple of years, I, I always felt like even though it was a competitive disadvantage, I mean, and it was. Let's just be honest. Uh, but I always felt like we were kind of visitors to their district. Uh, and, and now with, with looking at where Midway has been placed in 6A and Waco High and 5A, you kind of feel like you're back home with people that you're familiar with. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a it's a big bonus from a travel perspective. I mean, um, you know, you're not 
every trip isn't an hour and a half at Eagle Army. You have some some closer trips and and like you said, some familiar teams that you've been with before. I mean, that's why I thought that there was a pretty good chance that that Midway would end up going south and um you know, just because of history. Like more often than not, they're gonna put uh you with, you know, the teams that are closest to you. And that was, you know, the temples and and coves and Harker Heights of the world. Basketball getting ready to start the playoffs for the girls and you know, Waco University loses to Joshua, but they're still in the playoffs, it ha- what is the team to watch for you on the girls' side as we enter this uh, first week of the playoffs in by district? Well, you got to start with La Vega on that one. I mean, uh, Lady Pirates are just, you know, rolling right now, um, picking up steam. I mean, they they have uh, just kind of killed everybody in district um, by, you know, double digits. Uh, they they really never stop pressing in the game, uh, which <laughs> that's a that's a headache for opponents. I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna wear a lot of teams down, even when they have some some little lulls offensively, where you know they might kind of suffer some shooting woes for for a few minutes. I mean, I saw a game where uh, they had probably a you know four or five minute drought of, of scoring, and yet they still won by you know, 30, 40 points because uh, eventually they're going to, they're going to turn you over and you're going to, you know, they're going to get layups because they just, like I said, keep coming at you. And so, yeah, they're, they're tough. They, they definitely will have a shot at, at making state. They were a regional finalist last year. Um, and I guess the other one I should start with is Fairfield because uh, I know they're a little, you know, kind of, on the fringe of our area, I guess, but we, we still cover Fairfield and uh, that's a team that's going for its third straight uh, state tournament burst. Bryce, I want to switch gears on you a little bit. Uh, as a Houston fan, what are your thoughts on the hire of Lovey Smith? And what are, if you're Lovey, what is your first step there with everything that's going on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. So I, I really like Lovey um, in terms of, I like Lovey as a person. Um, and I think he's had some good teams in the NFL. He's also had some bad teams. I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of coaching is just, you know, who, what kind of personnel you have on the field. They've still got a long way to go in that regard, but this is what I'll say about the Texans. They're not going anywhere until they sort of clean house at the top. They're, they're maybe the most mismanaged uh, franchise in sports right now. <laughs> I mean, they are just a mess. Um, and a lot of Texans fans really don't like Jack Easterby. He's the the vice president. Started out as like a, a chaplain uh, in the NFL, um, and and sort of a I don't know character coach or something like that. He's he's been around. I mean, and he's um, you know was building a pretty good. Uh, reputation in you know he was with the patriots for a while but uh texans fan not a big fan of jack easterby because they feel like he's sort of got maybe a little too much power a little too much say and he doesn't have enough maybe football acumen um and i tend to agree with that 
So yeah, I just I just feel like they're very mismanaged, and and they just make some some weird you know moves that uh, like and to me the DeAndre Hopkins one was was you know right up there at the top. It basically got nothing for one of the best receivers in the NFL. Talking with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald, and uh, let, let's stay on that professional uh, uh, professional mark here. Bryce, are we going to have Major League Baseball when Major League Baseball is supposed to start? I think uh, that's a good question because you still, you know, you still want a little time to, you know, have some spring training, some, some, uh, you know, some lead-in time, basically. And obviously, they're up against it in terms of that. Um, so they got to get something done pretty quickly. I feel like. Um, we will have baseball, uh, and you know whether it's a full season or not. That that, that is a great question, and I, like I said, I think they're they're running out of time a little bit, and it's starting to uh, to feel a little more acrimonious. Um, I know I've seen you know comments by the players like, why don't they just accept it already? You know, because you know we're giving them all this and. Um, that's the way these negotiations go, you know. Nobody wants to bend, so um, yeah. But haven't fun. they learned their lesson after the last work stoppage, where it nearly destroyed the game? Yeah, you would think so, but I mean, so many of them weren't really even around in terms of like the players. I mean, uh, so this is all kind of new to them, and um, and I get I get fighting for you know. Uh, what you think is important and all that. I mean, I get that, but uh, to the detriment of the game, I mean, that's that's not a good thing, uh, and that's what they're doing. They're turning people off again. What what would it do to baseball if if they don't start on time or if they have a stoppage to where they're not playing baseball at all this year? I mean, does that does that close the book on the game? I don't know if it closes the book on the game. Obviously, baseball is resilient. <laughs> um, it's been around a while. But uh, I will say, I mean, to me, the modern sports fan, uh, you know, it's not. it doesn't hold the same sway as it used to. I mean, um, you know, a lot of people don't view baseball like, like maybe they did, you know, when they were kids or, or just, you know, previous generations, I should say. I mean, uh, you know, there was a time where baseball and, and maybe boxing were, you know, the sports in the United States and, and now it's football. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, football drives the conversation, drives the viewers and, and baseball is, is, you know, kind of down the list. And so when you, uh, do something to alienate, you know, the fan base that you're trying to attract. Uh, yeah, you're going to lose some fans, and some you're not going to get back. Bryce, uh, what are you, what are you guys working on uh, for the trip uh, over the next couple of days? Uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, play, girls' playoffs are coming up. I'll have a, a story to kind of preview uh, that, um, which. Um, is going to focus on, it's going to really be a feature story on uh, universities coaching tandem. They have uh, Trey Lloyd, of course, that coaches uh, over there, but uh, he's coaching with his dad. Uh, <laughs> Isn't his dad that great? Called, 
Yeah, I know. It's awesome. So just talking to them about, you know, that kind of relationship. And then uh, another thing to keep an eye out for uh, that we'll have coming up is a, a preview of the uh, high school softball season. Um, that starts on Monday as well. Uh, and then a week later, we'll kind of do the same thing where uh, we'll preview the boys basketball playoffs and we'll preview high school baseball. So a lot of things, you know, going on. And, you know, we didn't really even mention Baylor. I mean, obviously – a lot of Baylor basketball. So yeah, two big wins last night. No question about yeah, no, it. No. Yeah, big ones. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. The uh, sports editor, of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Jerry, and.